Hey, what's up, everybody out there? This is Jeff with the All Out Blitz podcast. And I also have somebody else with me. Somebody you might know. Brady. That's right. We're back again covering a little review week of week three in the NFL. Yes, sir. It's been a challenging one yeah. from us Atlanta fans dealing with yet another heartbreak in uh, massive lead turns to giving up that massive lead and losing yet again. So been a rough week for us Falcons fans. It's also a rough week as what was just reported today for Tennessee Titans and potentially Minnesota Vikings. There's been the, I guess, first outbreak, if you will, of COVID-19 in the locker room with the Tennessee Titans having eight reported positive cases, potentially causing some issues for this weekend's game against Pittsburgh Steelers. So contingency plan, maybe move the game Monday night. seems like the NFL is going to do everything in their power to make this game happen still. Yep. They don't want to cut down on games. Yeah, it's either that or you tack it on to the end. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's enough doom and gloom for the first minute and a half of this episode. Yep. Let's be done with that. Yay. Hopefully everybody gets healthy, though. Um, prayers up to everybody that positive. Um, I guess they've also ruled out the false positive theory of maybe they don't have it. Uh, maybe they've done multiple tests. I don't know. Maybe. But either way, a couple players, a couple coaches. I didn't hear anything out of the Minnesota camp yet, whether they have it or not, but we'll see what happens. Uh, Earl Thomas was looking to potentially move with the Houston Texans was going to go for a workout today and looking with signing with them. However, that has now been postponed along with other defensive backs that was going to go and have a workout with the Texans just because of things going on and the protocols in place. So the wait continues to see who will sign Earl Thomas. Yep. Yep. I bet it'll be the Texans. It's what it was looking like. Yeah. They need help. Yeah. So are the Falcons. Yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, Falcons corner, Darquez Denard, goes on IR. Uh, AJ Terrell, by the way, as of Saturday, was pulled from the game from the Bears due to a positive COVID-19 test. I haven't heard anything out of him since then, though, like as far as how he's doing. You know, does he have any symptoms? Is he sick? Did he test again? Is I haven't heard false, anything. Was it a false positive? I'm not sure. Uh, I'm sure if it was a false positive, we'd have heard that by now. But uh, so he's out. Whole slew of injuries, which is just wrecking the season now. Outside yeah. of bad coaching. Uh, but let's review week three. We'll cover some fun new stats. Who are the leaders in nice. passing, rushing, and receiving after nice. three weeks of football? Uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about the game of the week that we watched last night. Best game, which was ever. fun. Which was, like about three quarters it was kind of, of it. fun and kind of boring. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain that when we get to that game. We're going to cover that game last. But let's break down the scores on what happened. Yep. Do you remember what the uh, you remember what game was on Thursday night? Game was on Thursday night. What game did we watch Thursday night? Was it the, I want to say Dolphins and the Jaguars, but I feel like that might have been last week. The Dolphins and the Jaguars? I think it was. That was a pretty good memory, dude. Miami, Jacksonville. Miami trounced them. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick came out looking like a stud QB. Beard beats the mustache. <laughs> uh, that was a pretty good game. 
Beard beats the stash. It's pretty fun to watch. Yeah. Miami played pretty good football. Miami beat Jacksonville in the Battle of the Floridians, 31-13. Yep. It was just a slaughtering. I mean, it, from from kickoff, Miami had their number, and they just took it to them. So that was kind of cool. Um, let's move on to what was the Sunday night game, the Green Bay Packers and the New Orleans Saints. Green Bay wins this 37-30. That's one of your favorite games. It was a great game, and and the score doesn't do it justice because Green Bay had this game. I mean, they controlled it the entire time. Um, the Saints looking a little lackluster out there. Outside of Alvin Kamara, it seems like they don't really have anything going on. Old man Breeze not doing too good. No, he's not having the best year by any means. Um, a lot of short passes, a lot of dink and dunking. Dink and dunking, this ain't basketball. Yeah, it's good times. Yeah. But the Green Bay Packers, undefeated, yeah. and move on to Monday Night Football on October 5th to face the Atlanta Falcons. We're going to lose. We're going to see what happens. This is going to be one of those games where everybody thinks we're going to lose 60-zip, and we're going to come out and win in a shootout. If we do, that's going to be my favorite game of the entire season. It's pretty cool, because your birthday is the next day. I know, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about what could potentially be known – this was this was a very good football game as well, and uh, yes, it was the kind of a stunner if you think about it. The Detroit Lions beat the Arizona Cardinals twenty six twenty three with a last second win. It's a surprise from one. Matthew Stafford throwing a dime, which is a surprise one because everyone's thinking, "Oh, Cardinals are going to win." Yeah, Detroit wasn't playing so well. You know, they had that week one bummer with Swift dropping that ball in the end zone. Week, week, week two, they got just beat, flat out beat. And then the Cardinals were rolling with Kyler doing really, really well. D-Hop really making his presence known and fell on the field. Yep. Um, but Detroit wins this Thunder 26-23. Matt Stafford again shows. You guys can talk about. Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson and Tom Brady and Kyler Murray, but Matthew Stafford has been doing this for a long time. That I think dude's, he should be a cover athlete for Madden 22. That dude still has a cannon. I don't. Uh, I don't put a lot of stock into Madden, though. So, no. um, that dude can still ball. Yeah. That's all I know. He is, he is one of the best out there. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, I would, I would, I'd be happy. To, I mean, Matt Ryan isn't Atlanta's problem. Matt Ryan is a future Hall of Fame quarterback. I'm just saying, if I had to pick another one, it'd be the other Matt. Matt Stafford, all heart, all guts, and can play football. I remember last night when we were watching the game. I asked you who, who the top two people would be for MVP, and you were like really liking Russell Wilson to be MVP. Russell is definitely up there, top of the list. I think, personally, I think it's up to two people. I said Kyler's second. I think it's up to two people right now. If you're, if I'm really going to narrow it down, and it's going to be Russell Wilson and Josh Allen. Oh, yeah. Josh Allen. Wait till we talk about the Bills game. We're going to talk about that one here in a little bit. Yay. Let's talk about another blowout win, though, for Tampa Bay Buccaneers beating the injury-ridden Denver Broncos. 28 yeah. to 10. This was a good statement win from Tom Brady and those Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Denver's hurting. Yeah. 
Denver's hurting. Von Miller out. Jarrell Casey's now on IR, starting defensive tackle. You got Drew Locke that's out. Cortland Sutton was out. Philip Lindsay was out. It's a lot of stud players on that Denver team. Yeah. Um, yeah. I heard their third string quarterback is going to be starting this weekend, Brett Rippon. Oh. So we're going to see what happens there. Didn't Blake Bortles sign there? Uh, is that where he went? I think so. That's what you told me. Possibly. I think he did. Yeah, I thought he'd be the third stringer. I don't know. We're going to find out. <laughs> Minshew's back up. Bortles? Yeah. He was the starter in Jacksonville for a while. Oh. And then got tossed around because that's he's just not very good. <laughs> well. Um, Tampa Bay looked alive, though. Chris Godwin's hurt. Uh, he scored in this game. It was a great little diving towards the pile on touchdown. Um, but he's hurt, concussion protocol. So we'll see if he's able to play this weekend. Yep. Uh, next game, let's talk and break down the Seattle Seahawks take on the Dallas Cowboys. Seattle wins this 38-31. Russell Wilson, of course, showing his MVP status, thrown for like four touchdowns, a whole bunch of yards, and putting this game on his back and is willing this team to a win over Dallas. You think if Seattle keeps rolling like this, they're going to get to the Super Bowl, or at least the playoffs? Uh, playoffs, yeah. Seattle's going to make the playoffs. There's no, I don't think there's much question there unless something crazy happens. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. You know, Dak Prescott, I mean, 31 points against the Seahawks defense, that's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. He's played pretty good football so far this year, just like he had his whole career. Jerry Jones still doesn't want to pay the man. Jerry Jones has also been on tape after not being able to win this football game against the Seahawks to say Dak Prescott is not Patrick Mahomes or even Tony Romo, for that matter, Burn. by showing that he was not able to win this game. Jerry Jones is pretty much doing everything in his power to alienate his star quarterback and not give him a good paycheck. I think Dak Prescott's going to be moving on from the Dallas Cowboys after this year. He's going to sign with the Broncos. <laughs> no, he's not. Right. Drew Locke is their quarterback. I could see him signing somewhere else. Um, but I, if you're Dak Prescott, I understand it's – playing football for the Dallas Cowboys. I understand everything you've given so far to this, but seriously, man, you are just getting completely and utterly disrespected yeah. by this old man in office, Jerry Jones. Yep. So I think, personally speaking, if I was Dak, I'd put everything I got into this year because you owe that to your teammates. You don't owe the owner anything. But I think after this year, man, it's time for you to be like, you either pay me now or I'm out of here. Yeah. Enough of this nice guy stuff. Because it's a business, and they're not treating you so nice, fella, for what you've done for them so far. Nope. Um, so Seattle's rolling. Russell Wilson. Dangerous. Is uh, proving why this is going to be the year he finally gets those MVP votes. Yep. Another slaughtering that happened over the weekend was the Indianapolis Colts steamrolling the New York Jets, 36-7. to It's because, again, the Jets are just the worst team in the NFL. Well, statistically speaking, Atlanta is getting the first pick in the draft as of right now. So That's true. 
whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Jets are pretty bad, though. You should take a corner. Uh, not worth the first pick. It could be. I doubt it. Trade a loss like three I want to trade it. I'm going to trade it to the Jets for like three first rounders, second, so, second they can, first so they can so they can go get Trevor Lawrence because we don't need him. Over Sam, Sam Darnold. Yeah, Sam Darnold's not the answer in New York. He hasn't been given the best opportunities though either. So, but the but the Indianapolis. I mean, I don't. We're not going to talk about this game much because beat the Jets. Thank you. Bye bye now. Bye. You, play, you just played a scrimmage. Uh, but the Colts rolled them. I mean, it was just domination pure domination yes so uh but 36 to 7 win there um this game surprised me a little bit the carolina panthers to me upset the la chargers 21 16. justin herbert of course got the start tyrod taylor still out with that punctured lung issue or whatever it is um going on there so i would say he didn't do himself any favors in this game to hold on to that starting spot when Tyrod's healthy. If that was Rams instead of Chargers, I would agree with you that it's an upset, but I don't really see it as an upset. I do just for the fact of I saw how Justin Herbert played against the Chiefs the week before. And let's be honest, the Carolina Panthers, not the Chiefs. But the Carolina Panthers, now 1-2. and two, And we're 0-3. Leaving the Atlanta Falcons as the only winless team in the NFC South. So kudos to you, Teddy B, getting your first win there as the Panther. And Coach Rule, getting your first win as head coach in the National Football League. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chicago comes back to beat Atlanta 30-26. to uh, Mitchell Trubisky gets benched. After halftime. Uh, for Nick Foles. Nick Foles comes in, scores 20 points, essentially, to win this football game. And we score nothing. Mitchell Trubisky is now benched full-time. Yep. <laughs> uh, Coach Nagy comes out and states that Nick Foles is now the starter going forward. So I have a feeling that should have been the way from game one, but they really needed to make sure that they gave Mitch every chance possible to keep his starting job, being that they did pretty much sell the farm in the draft and move up to number two to go get him. They needed to make sure that they gave him every opportunity. When they, when they and they did. Mahomes. Yeah, well, nobody knew Mahomes was going to be Mahomes, except for Brett Veach. So that's okay. It's uh, but Chicago, like I said, they come back. They're three and zero. They're undefeated. Uh, come back to beat beat our Atlanta Falcons thirty to twenty six. Um, let's talk about that game you were talking about. Bills. Buffalo Bills beat the L.A. Rams 35-32 with a little Josh. bit of a feel. And a smell of the Super Bowl that the Atlanta Falcons lost. The Buffalo Bills were beating the LA Rams 28 to 3. The LA Rams come charging back to actually take the lead and almost the win. Josh Allen says, uh, Not today, Bub. I can get five touchdowns. Jared Goff. I'm better than you, son. I'm yes. going to, I, myself, and, your superior. and Bill's Mafia is going to ram this football right down your throat. Pun intended with the ram the football piece. But the Buffalo Bills come out on top to be undefeated right now. 
Josh Allen's something special. That Don't dude five touchdowns. That dude has improved every single year since he got in the league. And uh that's all you can really ask from a young quarterback like that. He's making smart decisions. Uh, he's still running the ball and trucking defenders, which I think is awesome to see as a quarterback. Yep. Um, but the LA Rams were playing tough football. Yeah. You know they they were playing they're playing really good football so far early on this year here, and the Buffalo Bills just one up them and said, "Now nah, we're going to take this one." Appreciate it though. Thanks for the challenge, but yep. we got you. Um, but yeah, they were up twenty eight three at one point. Yeah. The Rams came right back. Nuts. Fantastic football game. That actually, I mean, post post the game happening, tech, very I would call that probably game of the week. Between that and the Detroit-Arizona game, very, very fun football games to watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's move on to what I like to, if you look at post this year, the last couple of years, I'm going to call the toilet bowl, where the Cleveland Browns took on the Washington football team. And no one cares. Uh, Cleveland wins this pretty big, 34-20. to 20, And Cleveland has now fully become a running football team behind stud running back Nick Chubb. Yeah. This is no longer Baker Mayfield's team. He is now just a component of the Cleveland Browns because this entire team belongs to Nick Chubb, in yep. my opinion. I'm a big fan of Nick Chubb. Came from my Georgia Bulldogs. But if they did not have Nick Chubb as their running back, this team potentially would lose one or two more games so far this year. Yeah. Because the last two weeks, he has completely balled out. Yep. Chase Young got hurt for the Reds, or not the Redskins, the football team. Oops. Whatever, I don't care. It's still the Washington Redskins to me because they don't have a name. Uh, but the Washington football team, thankfully, there you remind us every time we see their name, what sport we're playing here. Uh, Chase Young got hurt, though. I'm not sure how he's doing. Did you hear anything about him yet? Nope. No? He's not IR yet or nothing like that? Just a little, little nagging injury? Just dinged up. Just dinged up. Just like the rest of them. The Brownies, though. What are they at? Two and one now. They have know. a winning record for the first time in like 400 years. No. Why uh, they go to the playoffs? <laughs> First time in 50 years. Uh, they're playing pretty good football right now. The last two weeks, we week one, they got trounced. But the la- you know, last two weeks, they've been playing pretty good. Yep. Um, let's move on to uh, to the COVID Bowl. Uh, Tennessee Titans take on the Minnesota Vikings. And I don't mean to joke or demean what COVID is. Uh, Tennessee Titans win this in stunning fashion. 31-30 to 30 over Kirk Cousins in the Minnesota. Minnesota Vikings are 0-3. We could beat them. I don't know, <laughs> but I'm very surprised there. I mean, I'm surprised we're 0-3, but I am very surprised the Minnesota Vikings are 0-3. Yeah, I think everyone's surprised the Falcons are 0-3, even non-Falcons fans. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous, especially after watching the last two games. You'd think we'd be 2-1. and one. Yeah. Uh, but Tennessee Titans, Derrick Henry is an absolute monster. Um and we're going to talk about that with kind of records and, and, and or I don't want to say records, but league-leading stats so far this year. But he is their absolute bell cow. 
he is doing everything for that. He is carrying that team again on his back as far as week three goes. They are running him and running him and running him every single game. Um, but they come back. They, they, this game kind of went back and forth. Justin Jefferson, uh, rookie wide receiver that took over essentially for Stephon Diggs there in Minnesota, um, pretty much had his coming out party <laughs> in, in the National Football League. Yeah. Massive game, over 100 yards receiving. Um, unfortunately, in my fantasy team, he was on my bench because the first two games did not play well, so that was kind of a bummer. Uh, but good to see him finally finally coming into the mold here and uh, start to see what else he can do in, the, in, this, uh, in this football league. So Tennessee Titans over the Vikings, 31-30. Uh, um, New England Patriots and the Las Vegas Raiders. Sad. Patriots steamrolled them. Patriots win 36-20. After that stunning defeat of the Raiders over the Saints the week before. How do you beat the Saints and lose to the Patriots? I'll tell you what. It's starting to look, is it not, that all those years in New England, maybe it wasn't Tom Brady. Maybe it really was the coaching staff that helped this team win. Because the Patriots, are they 3-0? I think so. I don't know. No, I was they're 2-1. Um, Maybe they need a better quarterback with the scheme offense. I just... Maybe he's a better... Maybe Cam's a better scheme fit than Tom Brady was. No, that's that's not the case. I just think that the way that Belichick and Josh McDaniels run their teams and their offenses, you can plug and play just any... You can plug and play just about anybody. And they're going to win football games. Yep. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really honestly surprised how well their defense is doing, with all the guys, the key players that opted out before the year started due to COVID. They had so many players that opted out on the defense. But uh, and that was, you know, that was the initial starting conversation of this tank for Trevor Lawrence thing was because they had half their team opt out, you know, and yeah. they're like, oh, New England's just going to go get Trevor Lawrence to replace Tom Brady. They're just going to wait a year and deal with it. Um. But signing Cam Newton, I mean, that was – they're playing really good football right now. I Patriots did are. Too. He did before anybody else did that I'm aware of. I mean, I'm sure other people have too, just not vocally like you did on an episode here quite a few months ago. Yep. Um, I'm still saying OBJ is going to go to the Bills. <laughs> we'll see what happens there. Um, but the Patriots playing good football. The Raiders did not look like the Raiders from the week before. Um, mental mistakes, uh, and they had, they had some issues as well. And unfortunately, their starting rookie corner Damon Arnett uh, goes on IR, got injured during this game. So that's that's a big blow for them too, because he was playing really really great football for a couple weeks there. Uh, but we'll see how they continue on. You know, this is uh, the Raiders is kind of one of those hot and cold kind of teams where when they're hot, they're going to really beat people, but when they're not, they're going to get trounced. So. Uh, you don't see you don't see too many you know uh, back and forth battles that the Raiders are going to win, which New England that's kind of their specialty. So, uh, but big win New England over Raiders thirty six twenty. Let's move on to the the injury bowl with the San Francisco 49ers just absolutely demoralizing the New York Giants thirty six to nine. Whoa! Without Jimmy G, without George Kittle. Without 
all of their wide receivers Bosa. without Nick Bosa, without Ricky Sherman, without Sherman, without who was the other guy? There's another D Ford, I think. Uh, and in the well, wide receivers, uh, but they're and they're missing somebody else on defense too. Just absolutely demolished the New York Giants. I almost feel like New York needs to just quit playing football. I guess I should just say New Jersey because that's where they're both from, them and the Jets. But they need to just stop playing football because they're terrible at it. Just quit. Just both teams. Just not be a team anymore. Can, can we just can we just play the Giants versus the Jets and whoever wins gets to stay and whoever loses has to leave the NFL right now? Whenever Jets leave, bring back the Oilers so they feel in their spot. Ooh, the Oilers. That's awesome. Watch they get Trevor Lawrence. Get Eddie George to come back and run the ball. That'd be great. I wasn't alive, so I have no idea. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, Can you imagine how different the NFL would be if the Oilers were still a team? Russell Wilson, QB, Derrick Henry, running back. I don't know about that. We'll see, though. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, hopefully one of these teams figured it out. But... um, the Giants just could not do anything. So kudos, first of all, to the defensive coordinator, Sala, for the 49ers, making sure that uh, even without some stud defenders, they were able to just completely manhandle uh, the New York Giants. So big win, big statement win by the Niners again with all these injuries, 36-9. to um, Let's talk about the first tie this season, Cincinnati Bengals. And the Philadelphia Eagles tie 23-23. I really thought the Bengals were going to win this. I did too. And the Eagles, uh, you know, people here were just playing for player. They were all playing for the tie. They go into overtime. They all had a chance to win. And they're just, they just play for the tie. Yeah. So both of these teams now are 0-2-1. Whoa. Joe Burrow still waiting to get his first win as an NFL quarterback. This has to be absolutely crushing his soul. Yeah. Because this kid was a winner since he was literally a child. And he cannot win a football game right now with the Cincinnati Bay. I feel yeah. so bad for the guy because he's shown so much strength and leadership and promise in just a couple of weeks of NFL football with this horrible football team. I, I feel bad for him. Yeah. Um. They showed so many flashes of just of being an all just a good football team with Mixon back there with AJ Green, the defense stepping up here and there. Um, I mean, they're they're going to get that first win very very soon. I really do believe that. The Philadelphia Eagles, on the other hand, are not playing good football. Nope. Carson Wentz, is, I don't know what happened with him or what his regression is, with just kind of stepping back, taking multiple steps backwards, in my opinion. Um, just not playing good football right now. The Eagles are not. So uh, to, to just be a couple of years removed from Nick Foles and that Super Bowl win to just completely falling off the planet here, um, doesn't look like they're going to be in the, much of a mix for the NFC East. However, you know, you just don't know because you have Washington, you have the Giants, and you have Dallas, and they're all losing right now. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, they're not technically out of it, but if they keep playing this way, I mean, there's really just no way they're going to claw their way back in. But that's the first tie. Hopefully the last one, too, because ties are pretty boring. Yeah. That's just unfortunate. Um, but come on, Joseph Burrow. It's time for you to start chucking that ball around. 
I know you got to depend on your guys to catch it. Yeah. Hopefully they stop dropping it for you. Yeah, AJ Green. <laughs> um, next big game, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Houston Texans 28-21. Texans need to get their stuff figured out. And they do, man. I'm not sure what's going on there. It's not the lack of D-hop. I know that much. Nope. Um, def- defense ain't showing up. They're 0-3. Deshaun Watson is running for his life, which you might think, well, it's Deshaun. That's okay. He can move around, but... They really need to have something happen here. Um, I'm not sure what's going on with them, to be honest with you. They're just not playing good football. They need I mean, and, and yeah, it'll help. It'll definitely help. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, but I mean, Pittsburgh's playing. They're playing football without mistakes. I don't want to say they're playing great football. But the defense, first of all, can shut down just about anybody. Yeah. Big Ben is not making a lot of mental errors, which is good with him, you know, being out all of last year, not having a, an actual, you know, off season with it being a weird off season. Um, they're playing good football, but that defense is truly making sure that the offense doesn't have to do everything, which is good for Ben because I don't think he could do everything right now. No. Um, dude runs like a snail. Yep. And his arm is still trying to come back from everything he had going on with it with his elbow and stuff. So, um, or his shoulder. Let's just, uh, we'll see how they do. They're undefeated right now. Um, I don't think it's going to take much for a decent team to come in and beat them. Uh, and let, like I said, unless that defense just shuts people out. And, and maybe that's what this is. This is. Steelers are going to be purely a defensive team from now on. Uh, but the Houston Texans being a big surprise this year with, uh, honestly, more of a surprise than Atlanta uh, being winless at this point, or Minnesota, I think. Houston is probably the biggest stunner from what I've seen so far. Uh, surprise on yeah. a team not winning a football game yet. Now, they didn't start easy, you know, playing the Chiefs on Thursday night, opening night. Um, but that's, I just, it's weird to see them being 0-3, I feel. Yeah. Final game, which was our game of the week. Game of the week. Last night, the Kansas City Chiefs steamroll the Baltimore Ravens 34 to 20, and it wasn't even that close. No. The Ravens get the ball to start the game. Yep. They move it fairly easily. It was pretty nice drive, ending with a Justin Tucker field goal. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes gets the ball. Even faster it goes down the field on that stunning Ravens defense. Butker misses the extra point. Yeah. Butker missed an extra point, and I think two field goals yesterday. <laughs> yeah. After n- drilling like 350-some yarders for the game winner last week. So yeah. I think he used up all his power <laughs> yeah. last week. Uh, but it but it didn't matter, you know, because uh, Patrick Mahomes was unbelievable yesterday. Lamar Jackson looked like a little child compared to the grown man of Patrick Mahomes. Like watching this football game, you Patrick could see Mahomes. him use every single weapon he had on that field, including his fullback. Fullback with the little with the little pitch, underhanded pitch to Sherman for the touchdown. Best play of the game. It was just unbelievable. Best play of the game, hands down. 
So it, and then uh, that uh, one return by, I'm pretty sure, number 13 on the Ravens for the kick return for a touchdown. I was just going to say that. Duvernay, the rookie, with the only kickoff return for a touchdown so far. This season. This season. So that was pretty cool to watch, too. That was an amazing run. Yeah. Um, you saw Butker dive and just completely wipe out as, yeah. a, as the last shot to tackle this guy. But he took it to the house. And that was pretty fun to watch. I, I honestly thought that that was going to give Baltimore that spark to kind of really stick with them after that. Because yeah. Lamar had it slow going at first. They, they were not accurate. They seemed sluggish. They didn't they did not seem like themselves. Andrews dropping about like a few passes. Andrews dropped multiple passes. Uh, Lamar was overthrowing people. Marquise Brown was dropping passes. Like, it wasn't all Lamar's fault as to why they lost this football game. The defense couldn't hold up against – I mean, there was there was n- zero answers yesterday for Patrick Mahomes in that offense. There were, like, a few times where the defense did good of the Baltimore Ravens. Well, there is, but it's not enough to win a football game. Andy, Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy just out-coached and out-schemed that Ravens team altogether. Ravens head coach yelling at the ref. Oh, my gosh. I would have smacked. I would have throw-punched him if I was that ref. I would have. He was, like, spitting in his he face. Had his, he had his mask down, and he was flipping out because of a call he did not agree with. And, uh, that – Kudos to that ref should get a bonus for yesterday for putting up with that nonsense. I'm paying you an extra hundred k. <laughs> it was just oh my gosh, craziness. Uh, but it, it was like I said, it was a good football game. It was fun to kind of watch that offensive firepower, which it's always fun to watch. But you know, we called that our game of the week because both teams were two and zero. It's Patrick versus Lamar. But let's be honest. I mean, Lamar even said in the post game, he said the Chiefs are there are the Ravens kryptonite. Yeah. They just they cannot beat the Chiefs. And, you know, watch the postseason comes this year and they'll end up beating the Chiefs or something. But yeah. it's just, you know, when you look at it at that that the the game the the two games that come to my mind for game of the week, legit game of the week, were the Bills and the Rams or the the Lions and the Cardinals. Those were both yeah. amazing football games. Um, Tennessee and Minnesota was fun, a uh, good one to watch as well. Um, but Kansas City Chiefs, man, three and zero. Yeah. No Super Bowl hangover. Nope. Getting stronger week by week. Yep. Do you want to do you want to say the name of your of of the, the the good running back for the Chiefs? You you heard it a lot last night. I'm trying to think of his first name. Clyde. Clyde Edwards Elair. <laughs> His kid was getting so bugged from the announcers last night. Yeah, just say Alaire, not go Elaire every single time. Clyde Edwards Alaire, you know, because everybody else in Clyde Edwards are Hilaire because of how his name's spelled, but it's Elaire. And every time he said it, it was just Elaire. I'm like, dude, you yeah, got like, like like it. It's almost like he was getting paid, like by the time, by the just number that E-Lair. he said his name that way. Uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Just say like Elaire to go Elaire. Just call him CEH like everybody else. It's called Hilaire, like I did. Yeah. But it's just Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Sounds good. Perfect. Great. Clyde Edwards So, uh, yeah. No, the Chiefs right now just look like the strongest team in football. They're going to the playoffs, confirmed. Which is uh, why they're the reigning Super Bowl champions. And they're going to be Super Bowl champs twice. I don't know. We'll see. From the way they're looking, they're going to be the next. From the way that it looks, it looks like nobody can touch that offense. And that defense is, I mean... Pretty good. I'd love to see Seahawks Chiefs Super Bowl this year. That would be pretty sweet. That'd be a great Super Bowl. That would be a really good Super Bowl. I agree. 
Um, all right, cool. Before we finish out this episode, though, let's talk about the latest and greatest leaders. Yay. So let's talk QBs. Um, top five. You want to do top five this time? Sure. All right. So let's do yards. Mahomes. Number five, Patrick Mahomes. Knew it. 898 yards so far. He had 200 in the first quarter. Number four, Russell Wilson. 922 yards so far this year. Makes sense. Number three, Matt Ryan, 961 yards so far this year. Number two, Josh Allen with 1,040 yards so far this year. Three games in, over 1,000 yards already. That's pretty awesome. Number one, do you want to take a guess at it? You didn't see these yet. No. Um, Oh, just got a notification. Texans are not signing Earl Thomas. Awesome. There you go. Breaking news. Thomas still without a team. Free agent. He's homeless. Um, Maybe. <laughs> number one. Um, number one passing yards. Aaron Rodgers. Wrongo. Dak Prescott. Wow. With 1,188 yards. Surprised Aaron Rodgers not number one. Aaron Rodgers is number six. Wow. Uh, touchdowns. Russell Wilson is the leader with 14 passing touchdowns already. Whoa. Josh Allen, number two with 10. Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes with nine. Roethlisberger and Matt Ryan with seven. That rounds out the five. Wow. Who has thrown the most picks so far? James Winston. Wrong. He hasn't been playing. Uh, There's actually a tie for number one between Kirk Cousins and Carson Wentz has thrown six picks already. Third, Kyler Murray has thrown five. Sam Darnold and Daniel Jones next with four. So Dak Prescott leading in passing yards. Russell blowing it out with touchdowns. Fantastic. Yeah, not surprised. Um, Receivers, number five in yards, Robbie Anderson, Carolina Panthers with 279. Stephon Diggs, number four with 288. DK Metcalf, number three with 297. Calvin Ridley, number two with 349. D-Hop, number one, 356. Wow. Ridley's only seven yards behind. Touchdowns is a three-way tie for wow. first place between Mike Evans, Tyler Lockett, and Calvin Ridley, all with four. Okay. The next set is also a – oh, this is a four-way tie with three. Juju Smith-Schuster, DK Metcalf, Adam Thielen, Tyreek Hill. So Russell has Tyler and DK. The two guys on the board. On the board. Leading with touchdowns. Sweet. That's awesome. Sweet. Um, let's move on to rushing. Who do you think has the most rushing yards so far this season? I alluded to it a little bit when we were talking about the games. How they're just running and running and running them. Chip. Derrick Henry. That's great. Leading the NFL with yards right now with 319 yards. That's over 100 yards a game. Ben knew how his least yards. Todd Gurley. No. Oh. Uh, Aaron Jones, Green Bay, number two, 303 yards. Dalvin Cook, third, 294. Nick Chubb, only two yards behind that, at number four, 292. Josh Jacobs, fifth, 252. Wow. Todd Gurley is 15th. See, I'm not surprised. With 197. We can never get him going in any games. It's tough. Um, touchdowns. 
the leader, well, it's a three-way tie for rushing touchdowns. One guy didn't even play in week three. Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, and Aaron Jones, and Nick Chubb. Sorry, it's a four-way tie. All have four touchdowns. Um, the next is a five-way tie with three. With Jordan Howard for the Dolphins, Alvin Kamara, James Robinson from Jacksonville, Zeke, and Josh Jacobs. So CMC didn't even play, and he's still on top of the list. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I can just sit at home, and I'll still get uh, So pretty awesome. But anyway, folks, that wraps yes. up our week three NFL season review. Mm-hmm. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. Uh, please make sure you share this with your friends and family. We appreciate you tuning in. Uh, we're going to be back here in two days on Thursday, with releasing the next episode to talk. predictions. To talk week four, to talk maybe injuries. Um, we'll see. We'll probably have a little bit more information as to far as far as what's going on with Tennessee Titans, Minnesota Vikings, and their games and then this weekend. And we will make our picks. Yep. So, uh, thank you again for listening. Hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you back here in two days. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Yeah. And peace out with y'all. It's Blood Podcast. We'll see you in two days. Peace.